Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. You see, to be effective, you got to have the right set of rules with what you're doing. So to be effective praying, you got to have the right set of prayer rules or the right prayers to go with whatever you're praying for. Now some people say, well, you ain't never supposed to pray if it be your will. Yeah, there is a time when you pray if it be thy will. When you don't know the will of God. See, when you know what God's will is, He's already told you here, you don't have to use it. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Effective Prayer by Ken Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Ken Hagan's message. You know, in the Word in James 4, 2, it says, Yet we have not because we ask not. And then in John 16, 24, Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive, that your joy may be full. And then Matthew 21, 22, And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer believing, ye shall receive. And then Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things ye desire when you pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. All of those verses of Scripture, he talked about that if we pray, that we'd get. Okay? Not maybe, not hope so, not sometime. He said, you will. Right? Then in Ephesians 6.18, he said, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for the saints. Now one translation reads with praying with all manner of prayer. Another translation reads with all kinds of prayer. So that tells us that there are different kinds of prayer. And if you're studying the New Testament, you'll find out most assuredly that there's different kinds of prayer. And we need to learn the different kinds of prayer so we can pray effectively. You know, it says the, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man, right? Well, did you know prayer is not effective unless it is proper or the effectual, fervent prayer, same connotation carried through on there. Now, it has to be the right kind of prayer to be effective. Hello? Now, you cannot, you, you know, there are certain things that you do on blowing a horn that you don't do when you play the piano. Now, they all read notes, and they all come off of, off of the same measures, and they all have the same beat. You know, because a half note, you know, it gets two beats. A quarter note gets one beat. An eighth note gets an eighth of a beat. A sixteenth note gets a sixteenth of a beat. And there's so, you know, if you four, four times, there's so over there's four beats to the measure, and six, eight times, twelve, eight times, all of that. But there are certain principles. See, they're all, they're all reading off of the chart, off of the scale. The lines are, every boy, good boy does fine, E, whatever it is. And the spaces are F-A-C-E. Y'all didn't know I knew that much about music, did you? <laughs> See, y'all didn't know why you didn't know your pastor knew all that. But I'm gonna tell you what, even though you're reading from the charts in the back, there are some things that you do when you're blowing a horn 
to make it effective that you don't do when you're playing the piano. Hello? Is that right? How many musicians tell me that's right? See? And there is things you do with stringed instruments that is different from the other, although it produces music. All of them produce music. Now, everybody there gets ready to read the chart and to read the same notes, but, and when it all comes out together, it is a beautiful, melodious tone, but each one is doing something that is effective for the instrument they are playing to make it all come out in a harmonious sound. Hello? Well, that's what it takes when you pray. You've got to have the right prayer. See, prayer is prayer, all right. But if you're going to make it do what it's supposed to do, you've got to have the right prayer in the right place. Hello? You know, I mean, you know, we go over here and we play basketball. To play basketball effectively, you've got to play by the basketball rules. Now, it would be very difficult to have an effective basketball game using volleyball rules. Because volleyball rules, you couldn't dribble because it, it, it's, you can't hit the floor with the volleyball. When it hits the floor, it's a side out or a point. But in basketball, you got to be able to dribble the ball on the floor. You got to be able to put the ball on the floor. You know, now in volleyball, you don't catch the ball. If you catch it, it's a point for the other side. You got to just hit the ball back. But in basketball, you got to catch the ball and hold on to it. And you may want to pivot around and so forth and then pass it to somebody else or start dribbling with it. You see, to be effective, you've got to have the right set of rules with what you're doing. So to be effective praying, you've got to have the right set of prayer rules or the right prayers to go with whatever you're praying for. Now, some people say, well, you ain't ever supposed to pray if it be your will. Yeah, there is a time when you pray if it be thy will. When you don't know the will of God. See, when you know what God's will is, he's already told you here, you don't have to use it. But if you don't know the will of God and you're praying to God about something, say, all right, now, Lord, I'm open to do this. I don't really know whether you want me to do it or not. I, I, I can't find. But if it be your will, I'm willing to do it. Now, that, that's the kind of prayer you got to pray there because you don't know what God's will is, but you're willing to do it if that's his will. Amen. Although when it comes to healing and providing for our needs and so forth, to pray that kind of prayer is stupid. And it will produce nothing because we already know what God had to say in his word about that. We know what his will is. So to pray if it be thy will is to completely nullify everything you said. Hello? So, you know, we got to get the right prayer. Then in, then in 1 Corinthians 14, 14 and 15, he said, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the Spirit and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit and I will sing with the understanding also. Then prayer could be divided into two major categories, praying with the Spirit and praying with the understanding, or for us to understand it better, praying with tongues and praying in our known language, which 
most of us here, it's English. Hello? Now, if I was over in France preaching, I would have to say in praying in the French language because that's their language. The language that you use all the time. Praying with your language. Let's put it that way. Okay? One aspect of praying with your understanding or with your known language is praying for yourself because you know what you need. And you can talk to God in your own language about your needs and what you need and what you desire. You don't have to rely on the Holy Spirit to pray for you because you know what you need to pray about. You see, if you'll notice in getting involved in praying in the Spirit, you will notice that usually you get over praying in the Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to help you pray when you don't know how to pray as you should. If you've ever been around Brother Hagin in his, in his prayer meetings, you will find out that he does this all the time. He'll start out praying in English. And he'll talk, pray in English for a while. And he said, all right now, Lord. We have exhausted all that we know how to pray in the English language. Now, Holy Spirit, help me, help us to pray as we should or as we ought. How many of you have been and heard him do that? Many of you have. Then if you notice that he'll start praying in the Spirit. But I want you to notice if you've been with him and been in prayer with him enough, you will notice when he, he doesn't put himself in intercession, but you will notice when he goes into intercession as the Spirit takes over. It's different. See, we can get out and pray and so forth, but when the Spirit takes over in intercession and the Spirit is the only one that can put you in intercession, you can't put yourself in intercession. You can get out and intercede in the Word, in the meaning of the Word. The meaning of the word is intercede means praying or, or talking to or speaking in behalf of someone else. But you don't put yourself into the spirit of intercession. The spirit of God puts you in the spirit of intercession. Read the Bible. Read what the Bible says. Now we can intercede, yeah. But that's just us praying naturally and, and all of us can pray in the Spirit because if you've got the Holy Ghost, you can start praying in the, in the Holy Ghost right now. Right? But there's a difference in praying in the Holy Ghost like that and when the Spirit actually takes over and you start interceding and every one of you that's ever been over into intercession know exactly what I'm talking about. How many of you know what I'm talking about? It's a completely different, the feel is different. Usually, usually the articulation of the speaking takes on a different sound. Because when you slip over into that, it really, sometimes it is though your mind really doesn't have anything to do with what's going on. Hello? Now, as I said, praying in the English, or our understanding, is praying for ourselves. When we, see, there, Mark 11, 24, Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, but you receive them, you shall have them. If you have a desire, you don't have to rely on the Holy Spirit to pray for you. You know what that desire is, and you can talk to God about it your own self. You don't have to have the Spirit help you. 
You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, the Effective Prayer Package. This offer features the three-disc CD series, Effective Prayer by Ken Hagan, and the Prayer Secrets Slimline Book by Kenneth E. Hagan. Both items are being offered for the price of $19.95. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Get the Effective Prayer Package today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. You know, we're still over in Oklahoma City with, yes. uh, with our church over there, and it's not video, it's live. That's right. And we are there in you know, person. Uh, what, I, what, I've, what I've done here, because I wanted to do this, but I didn't want to do a video, and I said, how am I going to do it? So I remembered that people started a Saturday night service so people could be off on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, let's do Sunday morning on Sunday night, and people that work or, or, or just want to have the weekend off can come Sunday night and get the same experience that you that's would right. have on Sunday morning. Or like to sleep late. Or like want, to sleep late right. and want to come. We're over there uh, experience Sunday morning on Sunday that's night right. at 6 p.m. 8921 Northwest Expressway. In Oklahoma City. Come that's on right. out and be with us. In fact, uh, we, what, just uh, the other Sunday, there were several people that said they heard it on mm-hmm. the television. That's right. So come on out and be with us. Want to watch Rama events anytime, anywhere? Then download the Rama app on your iPhone or iPad device. Also, check us out on ROKU. Get details online at rama.org today. Tomorrow, more from Reverend Hagen on this powerful teaching. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.